Maayong adlaw mga amigo og amiga. Manggadang araw mga kaibigan. Or good day to all my friends all over the world. My name is Hershey and this is the Hershey Kisses Podcast. Where I talk more about life in general and everything under the sun. And I wish that I have topics that might interest you as well. And I hope that you will stick till the end of the episodes that I created through this channel. Once again, good day and be kind to one and all. Hi everyone, kumusta mo tanan? Again, this is Xerxes and I am a certified essential oil specialist here in Cebu, Philippines. And in this episode, we are going to talk about blending with essential oils at home. Alright, so don't you worry guys if this is still new to you or you are just into aromatherapy or starting to use essential oils. I will try my best to give you a lot of information that is useful that might help you in a long run. And I hope that this would serve as a startup for you to start your own blending um, activity. Now, one fun way that we can do with aromatherapy is actually learning how to blend different essential oils and of course getting to know the basic will give us satisfying results too now aromatic blending is synonymous to cooking baking or even painting it is a mix of ingredients that complements each other to come up with something palatable or beautiful as to food. We can try to be creative in how we mix different oils. And as we all know, the essence of the plant has volatile chemical compounds and might contain over 300 to 400 constituents. Now, knowing the basic chemical breakdown of the essential oil will help us mix and match oils based on their chemical compound. Let us take, for example, the rose essential oil. When mixed with jasmine absolute, we might blend over 400 constituents altogether. And that's a symphony of scents chemically. Again, we have to note that there are people who might be very sensitive to a particular natural chemical component of the essential oil. Now, in aromatherapy blending, only natural ingredients are used, including essential oils, absolutes, CO2s, which I have discussed in my previous episode, alcohol, which is or which can be contained in some of the essential oils, carrier oils, herbs, and water. Now, safety should always be observed in blending essential oils. Like if we add bergamot to a blend of frankincense and lavender, we have to be cautious to use it when we have plans to get exposed to the sun. Because bergamot essential oil has phototoxic properties and should be avoided at all costs using it on the skin, especially if you have plans to go out and get yourself, you know, exposed to the UV rays of the sun because there is a high chance that it can damage your skin 
upon exposure to the ultraviolet rays of the sun. Now let's talk about therapeutic blending. Now again, aromatherapy is the holistic approach to the total wellness of a person. And this would mean an effect in the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual condition of the person as a whole. Now, creating a recipe for its therapeutic value is more of playing around with its chemical compounds. So we have to know a little bit of chemistry in here. Now, it is important to understand the health condition of the person. And we need to ask these questions before we are going to formulate a therapeutic blend. We might need to check their age, their body weight, um, their medical condition, the medications that are currently taking, the diagnosis if they have health concerns from the doctor. Now, if they have also any history of their illness or diseases or some ailments like chronic ailments, that should be noted. And if there are any allergies that they have, you have to take note of that. And, you know, these things should be carefully studied by a qualified aromatherapist or an essential oil specialist before coming up or formulating something like a therapeutic blend. Okay, so... I hope that you will take note of this, guys, because there are two important things to remember when creating a therapeutic recipe or blend. Number one, or the first one is, we have to carefully select essential oils that have therapeutic value according to the need. So, for example, if you have trouble sleeping at night so we will carefully select essential oils that might help you uh in a way to induce sleep like it could sedate you so we have lavender we also have ilang ilang we have roman chamomile we also have cedarwood we have frankincense we have vetiver sandalwood for that matter so we have to carefully select essential oils and out of that selection we have to determine which oils um the client is not allergic to or which is drawn to so that's the reason why that since these oils have these sedating properties which is very therapeutic with the specific need so we could just simply choose about three oils in the blend and that will do that that would formulate or that would create our recipe now number two is that we have to make sure the essential oils are safe and don't give adverse reactions or could seriously put our health at risk so that's the reason why that we need to ask questions like what are their current allergies or what are their current medical condition and what are the medicines that are taking because we have to note any contraindication of these medicines like if they are uh, taking blood thinners and you cannot use oils that could also help out with blood thinning or that could stop blood thinning or like uh, uh, coagulants so we have to really make sure that you know there are no contradicting uh, effects when you, we are using essential oils against to the medic medications that they're taking so we have to really take note all those informations when we are 
trying to create a therapeutic blend at home. Now, for example, if you want to stay alert, okay, and be active and wanted an energizing blend, then certainly you need to avoid using oils that has a calming effect, you know, like lavender and frankincense or even with bob because um, these these oils would definitely calm you down and it will not give you or it will not make you active or alert. So a suggested blend would be citrusy oils like orange, tangerine, mandarin, or even adding peppermint. If what you wanted is to stay alert or get energized, then you have to use a specific oil for that need. Okay, so I hope you got my point in here. Now, if so happens that you don't have the oils on hand, there is what we call essential oils substitute because you might not have all the oils out there. So, again, not all oils are created equal. Some are a bit expensive than the others because of their rarity, the way they are extracted, the chemical compounds found in them, and a lot of factors to consider. However, they might have the same or similar effect with other essential oils that are also similar to them in a way, especially if they have more or less the same constituents or they could or they belong to the same botanical family, then you know, you could actually use these oils. Now, their aroma may not be identical. To the original blend or recipe that you want to take but the therapeutic benefit of that particular oil is a bit similar okay so since we are our concern in here is more of the therapeutic qualities of the oils then the concern with regards to its scent or its aroma is uh, not really that much favored in here because we are after the therapeutic properties of the oils now so that is like if you are actually trying to create a therapeutic blend so you have to look for a substitute of the essential oils so if you don't have ilang ilang then you could use lavender because i guess most people would have lavender now if you don't have sandalwood because it is a bit expensive or even frankincense then maybe you could try to use cedarwood or patchouli or vetiver okay these are these could be a substitute to your therapeutic blending now if you don't have geranium then you could also try to use roman chamomile for that matter okay so hope you got my point now let's go to aro aro aromatic uh blending so in aromatic blending this is we are concerned about the particular aroma so again if you want to have the scent of a rose now we all know that rose essential oil is really very expensive and um if you don't if you like the scent of the rose you could actually try geranium it's more or less have the same aroma or scent like a rose so it's a little bit affordable so you could try to use uh, uh geranium and also mix with um jasmine or ilang ilang or any floral notes like neroli because uh, these are one of the oils that it could easily be accessible to you aside from getting a pure rose essential oil which is a little bit expensive even for me now again 
if the concern is about the aroma, you may not be concerned about the therapeutic value. But since again, you're after with the aroma, so you need to carefully select the essential oils that are again in the same family. It has the same smell. And, you know, the major notes for these classifications are the following. So if you have a pen and paper, try to take note of this. For the aroma classifications, there are, there are like what we call floral. There is also citrus. There is also woodsy. Uh, there is minty. There is earthy. We also have herbaceous. There is also spicy, like ginger and oriental. Now, let me give you an example, okay? So, if you're trying to substitute the aroma of a particular blend. So, let's say like Melissa essential oil. Since Melissa is also an expensive oil, you could substitute it with lemongrass essential oil because their aroma uh, is like alike. They smell alike. Now, for Neroli, Neroli is like from the orange tree, is like a flower. So it's like actually a bit of expensive. So if you don't have Neroli essential oil, you could actually purchase Ilang Ilang or you could use Ilang Ilang. Now, again, for lemon, I know lemon is a common um, essential oil, but there is sort of like affordable, much affordable citrus oil, which is lime. Okay. Now for cinnamon, if again, if you don't have cinnamon, again, cinnamon is a is an is a hot oil, so you have to be very careful in using them. So if you want a substitute of the cinnamon bark smell or aroma, you could try to use clove bud. Okay. Now for peppermint, uh, especially if you're using it with kids, you could try to substitute it with spearmint. Right. So they smell alike, but spearmint is a bit. Uh, cheaper and it's a bit more affordable than peppermint so i hope you got my point guys in terms of blending with uh through aroma through the use of aroma now for for let's go back to the therapeutic substitution the rules are quite different from those of the aromatic uh, substitution because for the aroma of the substituted uh substituted oil i'm so sorry for that can be quite different than the original oil as long as the aroma is still pleasing to work with now just be sure to pay close attention to the desired therapeutic action of the blend uh, from the original oil of course or from the original recipe that you're trying to do and you know just substitute it for an oil that has the same you know effect of what you're trying to achieve and it, and make sure that it will not introduce any contraindications or safety hazards to the person who might use the blend. So that is just like the key pointers that I've shared to you, like the top, the two key elements that you need to remember in creating a therapeutic brand, blend. Okay, so there you go, guys. I hope that you learned a lot uh, about blending technique at home so you don't actually necessarily to need to purchase all of the oils for your collection because again oils should need to be respected because you know if you're trying to extract an essential oil like for is for example um for a lemon oil one uh, for a one ml of lemon you need to like extract 75 
rinds of or peels of lemon for that matter so it takes a lot of fruit to actually produce just a single drop of essential oil or for that pure amount so one single drop is already highly potent potent and it goes a long way now just like any other trees out there that you're using their bark or their or their gum resin you know um these are gifts of nature so we have to really use them and we have to be you know we have to be advocates of sustainability and try to learn because this is also life all right so we, we, we will tend not to waste them because if you just keep on buying oils for the sake of collection and you know oils would expire like give it like about two to three years it would be useless it will not be effective or efficient or and yeah it does expire it does oxidize it depends on especially the citrus fruits uh they, they tend to expire faster so i don't recommend that you purchase all the oils well if you have the budget and go for it but if you don't actually use them and just for the sake of collecting them then i would suggest not to do it um just buy oils if you actually need them so if if you have issues like more of trouble sleeping or you have a hard time relaxing or you are stressed then you will try to purchase oils that would calm you down or that would help you induce to sleep or something like that and more or less about lavender or cedarwood or frankincense and just try to invest in these oils that you actually need okay so rather than uh buying all of the oils and you just end up throwing them or you know it gets expired in the long run so you're wasting it and that is not good okay so i would suggest that you only buy oils when you need it all right and just to really uh do a self-assessment to your lifestyle to what you are actually feeling well if you have already a chronic um issues uh happening to you then you would certainly know um which oils that could help you in a way and do a lot of research you know join uh, Facebook groups and you know just make sure that you get the right information because again there are a lot of misinformation and misleading information about the uh, use of essential oils aromatherapy and there are a lot of weird suggestions and weird advices on the internet which is really not helpful at all for your health and wellness um, lifestyle so just be careful with what you read and what you know online now again um if you're worried about the dilution i have also an auto dilution calculator on my website uh, i could link that one here in the description and you could all well you could also visit essentialoilscebu.com and there is like a menu in there for the dilution guide and that would make life easier for all of us especially if you're trying to blend like making a massage oil or a lotion or an inhaler or a body oil or a facial serum then that auto dilution calculator could help you in a way now as a certified essential oil specialist uh, i support the suggestions that i've given you and they are safe given the quantities of the essential oils and again please do not exceed dosage if i've mentioned one or earlier as to what has been recommended and as unique as we all are some essential oils are again or blends might might work for you and sometimes it may not work for other people 
okay that is just the reality and each of and every one of us will have a different experience with essential oils so please take note and experiment safely on what works for you okay so ex experimentation is the key but make sure it's on the safe side now if you're trying to seek any medical cure or treatment i would suggest that you actually need to contact a doctor immediately and well refer to the prescribed medications because they are the only persons that are licensed to to give out medicines okay now the use of essential oils whether aromatically topically or internally is again never never a cure to illnesses or diseases so again do not use essential oils for the mit mitigation or treatment or prevention of any diseases at all because i do believe that essential oils are just supplementary or complementary to whatever medications that you're taking and if you prefer the holistic approach in healing so it will definitely depend on you as a person who is who is interested with the holistic approach now again if you're unsure or you're doubting about what essential oils to use in your blend and all those things or yeah for a particular issues that you have i would suggest to always consult or refer to a certified essential oil specialist or a qualified aromatherapist in your area and try to tap to them and try to talk to them get consultations because that's the only way that to keep you peace of mind all right so there you go guys i'm so happy that i've shared this to you and if you have any questions do leave a comment down below you could also listen to this on spotify or your, if you're on itunes or if you want to participate in the discussion there is like a button in here in anchor that you could press and you could simply ask questions or say something and it will be recorded and it will be added to this recording as well so i will be happy to know what are your thoughts in terms of uh blending with essential oils at home okay so thank you so much for sticking till the end and for listening until this moment and again i have to say goodbye and all together let's get oily